Welcome to True Hauntings and Scary Stories, where we alternate between spooky conversations and fictional scary stories. I'm your host, Cynthia Sear. You can reach me on Instagram at True Hauntings, Twitter at True Hauntings with a Z on the end, and my super fun Facebook group called True Hauntings. I'll put the link in the show notes. Check out some stories I haven't yet covered on this podcast, both fictional and true, on my blog, truehauntings.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome, fellow believers. Hey, Brick, what's up? Hey, sis. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. How you doing? Fabulous, darling. Just fabulous. <laughs> so everybody needs to know that Brick and I did our two um, bonus episodes for July and um, put them up right toward the end of July. And they were pretty awesome. So one of them, I just did the the song, the theme song for for our podcast show, because that song is actually really long and it's very pretty. And I thought, you know, people might be curious what it sounds like in its entirety. So I did that and I made it play six times in a row. So if you listen to that bonus episode, you can just totally jam out to our creepy piano music with like weird whispers and stuff. (laughs) I didn't do it. I mean, it's a song that I bought off of stockmusic.com. So I do have the rights to use it. So there. (laughs) So that's the one of them. And then I think that was episode six and then bonus episode seven. We did some more state legends. We did some of those. And then bonus episode eight and nine will be coming out soon in the next week or two, probably. And those are those are more state legends. So when we do that, we just do one legend per state. And we're we're starting alphabetically and we're going to do every state in the U.S. It is very so. interesting also. So. Yeah, some of our states have some really whacked legends. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're whack jobs. All right. Shoot. <laughs> Some of them are just ridiculous, you know, just totally silly. And then some of them are just creepy as crap. Some of them are sad. <laughs> like that baby one. I know. One? I was just about the to say that. The babies in the water. Oh. The baby massacre one was really rough. That hurt my heart. But yeah, it did. So anyway, those are our bonus episodes. And then also I did... um finish and I got to send out because we have some patrons now. So I, I finished and I got to send out my story that you get and you get it in the mail when you become a patron and you get it signed by me in the mail and it's called Worry Not My Child and it's a, a horror story about a worry doll and worry dolls are supposed to be this little thing that you whisper your worries to at night and then it's you know carries them off so you can sleep. That is so cool. It's neat, but I twisted the crap and out of it. So <laughs> Cindy hand makes them. Yeah, she crochets them, so it's extra special. <laughs> I did do that. I crocheted them, and when you get the story, you also get a worry doll, the exact mm-hmm. one from the story. So yes. maybe don't keep it on your bedside table, though. Just saying. No. <laughs> Maybe not let your children see them either, because they're kind of creepy. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. Yeah, they totally are. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to be a Patreon to get it. So you know what to do. Yeah, that's what we've been up to on Patreon. We're trying to give you guys lots of uh, cool things to enjoy there. So if you happen to be curious about that, um, just click the link. I always put the link in the show notes of every episode. So if ever you are curious and want to see, you know, hmm, how do I get a signed story from Cynthia Sear? Maybe I'll click this Patreon link. <laughs> yep, and that's how you get to hear all of our bonus episodes also. Gotta become one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all of our shenanigans because yes. there's a lot of that too. Definitely. So there's that. Um, so Brick. Yes. Girl. Yes. You had a full on legitimate paranormal experience in your house this week. I absolutely and did. we need to hear about it. I totally blame you. I blame you for my experience. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I told you these things follow me. You're bringing out all the ghosts and goblins, and now they're coming after me because I know you. (laughs) So give us the deets, girl. What happened? Tell us all the gory details. Don't leave anything out. Okay, so... Um, I have two sons, and my youngest one is actually going to be two next month. And it was the morning time, and, you know, I'm a mom, so I always get up before my children because that's when we have our peace and quiet. And I heard him, like, making noises in his room, so I go upstairs, and I just peek in because I heard him talking. But, of course, it's just, like, baby gibberish mostly because he is only almost two. So I crack the door open and I'm looking at him and he doesn't see me for like two minutes. And he's just sitting in his crib facing one corner and he's just like talking and talking. All this talk just going on and on. So I didn't really think too much of it. And then he saw me and I walked in and I'm very like OCD about my house. Like, My house is never in disarray. Like, all the doors are closed. All the cabinets, the bathroom door, pantry, bedroom doors, everything stays closed. And everything has its own place. So I walk in his room. And also, mind you, I'm the one who puts him to bed at night. And once I put him to bed, no one else goes in his room. So I walk in his room. And the first thing I notice is his closet door is wide open. And so I was like, well, that's weird. So I go over to it, and his diapers, I keep his diapers way up on the top shelf where only an adult can get to them, you know? And they're just all over the place, just thrown all over the shelf. And he sleeps in a crib, and he can't get out of it, so I know. And there's nothing for him to climb up onto to get to it and do that. So I know it wasn't him, and I know no one else has been in his room since I put him to bed the night before. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, that's weird. So anyways, I go and I get a diaper and I turn to him. And he's just pointing to this corner and he's just saying, man, M-A-N, man, you know, and he's just going, man, mm-hmm. he's just saying it over and over again, man, 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 mommy, man, mommy, man. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So then I take him out the crib and I put him on the floor 
and he is obsessed with Mickey Mouse. His home room is Mickey Mouse. He has a bunch of different Mickey Mouse dolls and everything. And he walks over to the same spot where he was pointing to and saying, man, and he had one of his Mickey Mouse dolls and he takes it and he like he tried to like hand it to someone and he said, here you go. And it fell to the floor. Oh, snap. I know. And then he just looked at me like all confused, you know, so (laughs) I don't know, man. That really spooked me. That is a bona fide experience. Like, that is for reals. (laughs) And this is all at, like, 6.30 in the morning, too. So this was a great way to start my day. (laughs) Mm. But it's just the fact that, like, that, like, he was saying, man, man, man. And then he went to hand his doll to someone and said, here you go. You know, like, golly. Mm -hmm. And then I love that he looked surprised when nobody took the doll, you know? I know. He, when the doll fell, he just like turned and looked at me like all in shock that whatever was there that he saw didn't take his doll. Mm. So what did you do at that point? Um, I grabbed him and we went downstairs. Like, we got to get out of this room. Man, you know what you should do? You should get your phone to have one of those recording apps on it. Just any random audio recording app. You can get them for free even. Or just pay Mm -hmm. a buck or two. You should get one of those on your phone and hit record and put it in his room overnight and see if you catch anything. Or do you want to? Do you want to know? (laughs) Because... I mean, I'm pretty curious. Because I wonder if that happens to him during the night. I wonder if something, like, wakes him up or anything. Like, do you guys have a monitor in there? No, we don't. But, I mean, he seemed very comfortable with whatever it was. Because, you know, when I peeked my head in and I was watching him, he was just sitting there just talking away. Wow. You know, just sitting there crisscross applesauce, looking in the corner, Mm -hmm. just talking. You know, and... Obviously, he was comfortable if he wanted to give his toy to this thing. Yeah, that's true. Well, that kind of implies that he's used to it, like that he's familiar Mm -hmm. with it. You know what I mean? So I wonder if maybe this is not the first time. I don't know. Mm, Questions. It is questions. So many questions. (laughs) Well, I mean, so long as it's not, it doesn't seem aggressive or angry or anything like that no i don't know if it were me i'd embrace it (laughs) but (laughs) i I feel like you already know that (laughs) i mean what can i do besides just sit around and wait for something else to happen you know (laughs) yeah yeah i mean because that was the second experience we had in this house and the first one was a little child i heard a little child so i always called that one my little ghost child but i only heard that voice one time But then when I was talking to you, you said that they can take on many different forms to try to get your attention Mm -hmm. or whatever. So maybe it is the same, the same one. I don't know. Yeah, I have totally read that. And the fact that you're a mother, the energy could have made itself sound like a child in order to get your attention because it knew that you're a mother and, you know, logically thought that that would work. 
Mm-hmm. So, and then maybe when it's trying to talk to your youngest son, maybe then it takes the form of an adult, you know, mm-hmm. to talk to the child. I don't know. Very interesting. It is. But I mean, I've always kind of felt something in this house anyway, ever since we got here. But I mean, those are our two. Well, I say our two, but I'm the only one who experienced it. And now my child has two. But it sucks, though, because he's so young. I can't be like, hey, who are you Mm -hmm. talking to? Did you see? They didn't pick up your toys, you know, because like I said, he'll be two next month. So he doesn't. He can't do that with yeah. me yet. So it's just like, oh, damn. And I guess your older son hasn't had anything happen to him. No, not at all. Yeah. And I definitely wouldn't, like, ask him because you don't no. want to freak him out. Mm-mm. And neither has my husband. Like, I told him about both experiences I had. And he's just like, you're crazy. You're imagining things. <laughs> you need to get out more. <laughs> I bet he blamed it on me. <laughs> yes. Like... When you found those two EVPs from the last time we were recording, I actually forwarded mm-hmm. them to him. And I was like, look what Cindy caught in our house. And he's like, boy, the two of you just don't quit, do you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yes. <laughs> Sounds exactly like my husband. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Golly. His, th- his whole thing is, why is it always going to be paranormal, Cindy? Every time you can't explain something, it's like, oh, it's a ghost. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I'm like, come on. This is like a full-blown whisper on my phone asking questions and saying my name. How can you be like, oh, you know, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Or like, you know, I'm very clean, you know? Like, you wouldn't even guess I had children unless you went into their rooms or their playroom. Like, oh, there's actually children things here. You know, because nothing's ever just thrown about. And then every night before bedtime, I have my oldest one go around and pick up all the toys and put them back in the playroom and tidy up the playroom. And there's been multiple times where we've done that and we wake up the next day and there's just toys randomly throughout the house. You know? Wow. You didn't tell me that. Girl, your house is haunted. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So then, like, but that started happening right when we moved in, before even my second was born, you know? And so that, and then I added, like, that child voice I heard. So then I just assumed it was just a child ghost. But now I have this man in my house, apparently. (laughs) I kind of think it's probably one and the same, man. I think think it's just an energy that's trying to get your attention. That's what I think. But, I mean, it's not very consistent because at the end of this month, we've been in this house for two years, and those are the only things we've ever experienced. I've heard of some hauntings where it starts out light and then it intensifies and it gets more and more and more until it's almost every day. But then I've also heard of hauntings where it's just once every, you know, couple months and it's no big deal and it never really escalates. And it's just like, oh, yeah, we have a visitor and... And that's about it. Yeah. So. I mean, it's never, like, thrown anything at any of us or done any of that, you know? Just moving toys and talking to me and now my youngest. So, I guess we're the special ones. (laughs) I love it. I think it's awesome. 
It was spooky, though, when he was, like, saying man, 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 and pointing. And then, I bet it was. And then when he was like, here you go. Like, what? We gotta get out of here. Mm. Like, we're out like a fat kid in dodgeball. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the next time that happens, I, I'm giving you an assignment. I okay. want you to get a recording app on your phone, whatever kind of phone you have, get a recording app. And next time that happens, I want you to immediately pull that phone out and hit record and don't put it back in your pocket. Just either hold it in your hand or put it on a flat surface and record the whole scene, record the whole time until you feel like it's passed, you know, just to see if you catch something. Because if they're, if that spirit is doing enough so that your son sees him and your son is trying to give toys to him and talking to him. I will bet you money that you'll get an EVP if you do that. Ooh. So just saying that's your assignment. Okay. <laughs> Cause we need EVPs. We need to hear them. It's a need. It's not a want. We must. I mean, at the rate this ghost is moving, it's going to be like six months before it makes another appearance. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's all right. We're patient. It's true. <laughs> all right. So the purpose of today's episode is actually a Q&A. But because yes. you had that experience, you know, we needed to hash that out first because that's awesome. <laughs> so today's Q&A session, we have four different things to talk about. Um, some of these are a little tough to really figure out, but we're going to discuss them anyway and we'll We'll see what we can talk about. But the first one, okay, so the first one, a man in my Facebook group asked this question, and I, for the life of me, cannot remember his first name. And I scrolled through all my stuff, and I scrolled through my messages to try and find his name again, and I could not. I get a ton of messages in that group, so I could not find his name. So I apologize for not having your name. I feel like it was like Robert or something, but I don't know for oh sure. Boy. So <laughs> if this anyway. is your question, feel free to bash her on the Facebook page <laughs> about this. Like, hey man. <laughs> especially if it's a man, be like, you damn woman. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Good night, Brick. <laughs> All right. So um, so his question was, does sleep deprivation cause you to be more sensitive to the paranormal? And mm. I thought that was a really interesting question it because um, I do know that a lot of indigenous people actually use um, herbs and um, light or sound deprivation and also sleep deprivation they use those in like ceremonies and stuff in order to be closer to their ancestors. And they like ask questions and get answers that way. And they like go on spiritual journeys and stuff. And um, so I do know that, that there are people who do that in the world, but um, his question was because he, I want to say he was a truck driver and he was awake for long periods of time. And there's this one area that he said he would drive past after being up for a long time. And he would always see this Indian 
man there. And he was like, is this just my mind playing tricks on me or am I more sensitive to it by that point? And, you know, why am I, why is this happening every time I go through this one area? So to me, that, that does sound kind of paranormal because if it were just your mind playing tricks on you, I should think it would be different each time and it wouldn't always be in that one particular Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I feel like maybe paranormal. But when I researched it, of course, I found a ton of information about Mm. what psychoses, um, sleep deprivation can actually cause, and that you can have hallucinations and you can hear things and see things and feel things that are not there all because of sleep deprivation. Yeah, sleep is very important and can make you feel a little loony once in a while. But like you said, you know, if it's in the same spot every time, then that's mm-hmm. just not sleep deprivation. That's like something actually being there, you know? Yeah. Well, plus it's even the same image, like the same yeah. Indian man that he sees every time. So that was sleep deprivation. And the next question is from Debbie. And she says, can you really be hurt by an angry spirit? Or is that something that only happens in the movies and on TV? Hmm. So I did look this up and I could not find any documented times where someone proved that they were hurt by a spirit or energy. But honestly, that's really because a lot of scientists don't exactly accept this kind of stuff. So... I mean, there's lots and lots of people who have said they got scratched by things and and like they'll be videotaping and there will be a scratch on them and they'll say, oh, this, you know, what's that I feel on my back or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, oh, no, it's a scratch. And there's lots of that kind of stuff. But there's no like scientist out there that says, you know, yes, the paranormal can beat the shit out of you if it feels (laughs) like it. say yes just i mean i don't have any proof but i'm just gonna go ahead and say yes because people get like possessed and stuff and they you know so it can do that to you and you know you could be sleeping and they grab you by your feet and hang you upside down (laughs) (laughs) you know people get bite marks and stuff thrown at them and all sorts Mm -hmm. of things their houses get shooken and yeah, I I feel like you can probably get scratched or maybe bitten or um, pushed. There's lots of people who've claimed to be pushed down the stairs by energies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like if things are getting thrown around the room, of course, there's a possibility of getting hit. Like if it throws a toaster and it hits you in the head, you know, owie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, I kind of feel like you probably can. But I will also say that nine times out of 10, the energy that you're dealing with is not the kind that's going to do that to you. I feel like those energies are pretty rare, at least in my experience anyway. Yeah, that's true. I feel like most of the time they just want to be heard. You know, they don't want to hurt you. But yeah, they can. And they have yeah. before to others, you know, like you said, people have been pushed all the time by those things. So, so I'm going to go with yes, 
Yes, they can hurt you. That is my final answer, Bob. (laughs) Yep, I'm going to go with yes also, but I'm also going to put a little asterisk and say that they can, but they usually don't. Mm -hmm. So if you think your place is haunted, I wouldn't be too worried about it unless that something like that happens, I guess. Then maybe you need to buy a bunch of crystals. (laughs) Clear crystals and amethyst crystals. So our next question is from Catherine and Catherine says, why can you sometimes see spirits, but then the people that you really love and you miss your, like your loved ones, but they don't visit you. So why is it that you can see spirits that you might not even know or like rando spirits, but when your loved ones pass away, you don't see them. I, I don't have a good answer for that. And I feel you because I have my nanny passed in January of this year and I haven't seen her yet. And I am kind of bummed about that. I'll be honest. Uh, She and I were so, so close that I just assumed that when she was gone, that, that I would see her or feel her or something. And I have felt her. I have felt her and I've had some weird things happen in the house, but I haven't seen her yet. And she hasn't come in my dreams or anything like that. Grandpa has done that a couple times, but not Nanny, not yet. So I don't know. What about you, Brick? I think maybe it has to do with like passing over to the other side, you know, because they say that Mm -hmm. the ghosts that we experience are people who have died, who haven't passed over to the other side. They're just kind of like lingering around. You know, Mm. so maybe your loved ones after they passed away, they just really just went, you know? Yeah. You know, they didn't just linger around. They they went to the other side as some people's spirits didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that because when grandpa visited my dreams, that was before nanny passed. And she used to hear him calling her name in her house all the time. She told me that multiple times. So I had already always told her, oh, well, grandpa's probably, you know, hanging around waiting for you. He's probably waiting. And so he did visit my dreams a few times um, before she passed, but I haven't had anything happen since she passed. So I wonder if when she went, maybe, maybe now they're together and. Yeah, they're reunited. Maybe they won't be back to me, which makes me sad, but it is what it is. Yeah. I'm just happy that they are happy. I mean, that's that's kind of bittersweet, you know, that, you know, yeah. you're not getting that those things anymore, but they are together once again. Yeah. Yeah. And I fully believe that. I believe that he really was waiting for her. Mm-hmm. She said she'd be out working in her, in her garden, just, you know, planting stuff or whatever. And she'd randomly hear him call her like loudly as if he was you know, standing on the back porch yelling for her. And uh, and then she'd be in the house doing something and she'd hear him from another room or whatever. So, Oh, that yeah. is so true, love. Oh. Mm-hmm. That is they so were special. married for almost 70 years. They, they missed their 70-year anniversary. He passed a little before it. So. Wow. So I don't have an answer for you. It does suck that we can't pick and choose 
who we get to have experiences by. Because mm-hmm. we would all like to be able to see or hear our loved ones who have passed away. But, you know, I yeah. guess you take what you can take. Just going to yeah. keep their memories with you. And then our last question is from Carolyn. And Carolyn left a really long message and described several instances. Let me see if I can pull it up and read it to you because it was really interesting. Okay, so... She said, I have clearly seen people who were dead as clearly as if they were still alive. I saw a woman sitting on her steps. I didn't know she had been murdered by her husband the night before. So when neighbors said she was killed hours before, I clearly saw her sitting with her arms wrapped around her knees on her steps looking at her car. I didn't believe she was really dead till later that day. Another time, I drove past a house on a rural road while talking to my cousin on my cell phone. I passed a house and immediately had an overwhelming, dreadful sense of sadness and doom. I told my cousin about my feelings that were so odd and unexpected. Later that day, we saw on the news a woman had been found dead in the house by her boyfriend, who had been out of town, and she had been alone and dead for a week in that house. As I drove past that house that day, it was like I drove through an aura of gloom and sadness. Rumors later were that he killed her before leaving town and then acted surprised to find her dead. I just would like to know how or why this happens to me. Wow. Yeah. So what that sounds like to me is is classic spirits recognizing that you have that ability to see them and reaching out to you. That's what that sounds like to me. Yeah. Cause not everyone is as sensitive as that. Yeah. Because I joke all the time about how buildings aren't haunted. It's me that's haunted. Mm-hmm. But what I really mean by that is that I am really sensitive to that. And I think energies and spirits can tell that somehow maybe they feel drawn to it. I don't know how that works, but because of that, they come they come to me and I bet they're doing that to you too. Yeah, I agree. I think that if that happens to you, I mean, if I were you, I'd embrace it, you know, because they're reaching out for help, especially those people. Yeah. I mean, I've had something similar like that happen to me. It only happened one time. It was when I was in fifth grade because my great grandma was in the hospital and she had passed away at like midnight one night. And, but, you know, no one knew because we were sleeping. So when we got up the next morning, I went out of my room and my dad was like, hey, I need to talk to you. And I was like, because I had a dream and I knew like how she died and all that. I was like, oh, I know she, she passed away last night. I already know this. And like his jaw, yeah, his jaw was on the floor because I just came out of my room after being in there all night, you know, and I was in fifth grade, so I didn't have a cell phone or anything. Yeah. So I kind of experienced what she has, but I don't know. I kind of just think it was like my great grandma just like telling me bye, you know? Mm -hmm. So just look at, don't look at it in a negative way. Just be positive about it. You know, I get that it feels scary, though, when it happens, especially if it's strangers that you don't know. Mm -hmm. And plus, it sounds like 
when it happened to her, she didn't know it was happening. You know, she thought that was a real woman sitting on her steps. Yeah, she was just driving down the road and she saw mm-hmm. someone and she felt something like, yeah, catches you off guard. Then she found out later, oh, wait, that person was already dead. Like, oh, all right. (laughs) So it's kind of like what happened in the movie theater. Yeah, it kind of sucks that, like, she can't turn it on whenever she wants to, Mm -hmm. you know? It kind of just happens randomly to her. Well, what I've been told is that if you have that gift, you can... I've been told that there are ways you can train yourself to be more in tune to it in such a way that you can um, turn it on and off. Like, I think that's how mediums work, right? And, or psychics. I don't have that experience, but then I've not, I've not really done any like mental exercises to (laughs) try to turn that part of my brain on or anything, but yeah, I've been told that I should. Takes practice. Sounds like you should too, Brick. (laughs) Listen, I'm not about to go knocking on no damn devil's door over this now. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Not today, Satan. (laughs) I got some mystery man talking to my kid. I don't need nothing else. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I mean, you and I, we do share the same blood, so. We do. You've had the spooks in you all along. I'm just helping to bring them out. I'm pretty sure we can both agree on which parent of ours is the whack job that gave it to us. Oh, snap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, listen. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That is truth. (laughs) But, you know, we're going to be nice. And not talk about the crazy people in our families. God, <laughs> that takes us all night to talk about that. <laughs> Every family always has a man. It's true. So it's what keeps life interesting, I suppose. I suppose so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, so those are our questions for the night. I hope we covered them well enough for you. And we talked about Brick's little thing. Yeah, that happened to her, which is awesome. That's a true. That's an awesome ghost story. Like you can tell that to anybody and they will be completely captivated. So yeah, I'm kind of bummed out that my son is so young. So like, it's not something him and I can like have like a real back and forth conversation with or about later. Yeah, you know, because he's not going to remember it. Of course, he's just going to think, oh, my mom's freaking nuts. But (laughs) versus if he was older, like my older son's age, then, you know, we can discuss it later. But yeah, yeah. Tell us what you guys think of my little experience I had. Would you ever be brave enough to like talk to it? To be like, is anyone here or what's your name or any of that stuff? Would you ever do that? Oh, yeah. I want to know who's in my house. Well, all right. (laughs) There are some people that don't want to address it formally like that because they feel like then it will make more appearances. Yeah, it'll, yeah, it kind of solidifies the the haunting or whatever. No, you know what? I think I might do that whole recording thing you suggested because I want to know. Now, I'll I'll tell you that the tough part about catching EVPs is that if you put your phone in a room and record all night long, guess what? That's like six to eight hours 
of recording that you have to sit and listen to and you can't speed it up or else you'll you might miss an EVP. So you have to literally sit there for eight hours and listen <laughs> to a recording of possibly nothing. <laughs> or I'll just send it to you and have you sit there <laughs> and listen to it. <laughs> really? <laughs> you mean to tell me you want it? I, I actually would, but <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> you take the first four hours, and I'll take the last four hours. <laughs> Deal. We'll be on. We'll be like on the the Ghost Hunters TV show. You know, we'll like oh all sit goodness. down with our recordings and like, you know, <laughs> hey guys, I think I found something. <laughs> you know, maybe since you have so much activity surrounding you, maybe you should do that in your house one night too. I do that sometimes. I did that a couple of weeks ago. I just haven't had a chance to sit and listen to the recording because it's six hours long. Mm -hmm. So I did do that. Whenever I go to bed and I feel like something's there, like I'm having trouble falling asleep and I feel something or see a sh shadow or something, I hit record on my phone. I'm doing it. Listen, if there's any people out there that are listening to our show and they happen to have a connection to the the people from Ghost Hunters or Ghost Nation, I guess they're calling it now. I am a huge fan of that show, like huge. And I would love to interview them so much. Like I have EVPs I can play for them. I have all these experiences I can tell them about. I want to hear about their experiences. I just want to talk to them so bad. So like Jason... And all them, like, please, you guys, <laughs> <laughs> somebody tell them that Cynthia Sear is really cool and she wants to talk to you. So please <laughs> come on my please, show. I'm begging you, please. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I will try really hard not to fangirl all over you. <laughs> oh, boy. She's not making no promises, though. <laughs> <laughs> I said I would try. <laughs> Mm -mm. Oh, Jason, Tango, and Steve. Oh, I need Lord, you guys on my show so bad. Yes. <laughs> I love Tango and Steve. They're hilarious and awesome. <laughs> and so is Jason. Sorry. I love you all. Okay. Anyway. Lord. <laughs> thanks for... <laughs> Thanks for hanging with us today, and we will see you later. Yes, it was fun. Stay spooky. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's show. We at True Hauntings and Scary Stories always want to provide a great listening experience and some good entertainment. If you have any comments or suggestions, you can always email me at Cynthia at TrueHauntings.com. Visit Patreon.com slash TrueHauntings to find bonus episodes and other goodies to choose from. Thank you for listening, and we'll spook you next week.